joined in this segment by State Representative Mike Murphy. Mike, good morning. Well, finally, the Collaborative Commission met. Uh, what, what was your assessment of the meeting yesterday? Well, it was the meeting was last, last week. week. Yeah. Oh, last week, yeah. Tuesday, last yeah. week. They have a meeting today, um, and this is going to be well, uh, kind of a working group type of meeting, uh, at least from one of the uh, Democratic uh, co-chairs. So, yeah, how was how was last week's meeting for the Restore Illinois Collaborative Commission? Well, you know, it it was last Tuesday. It was a Zoom meeting. Uh, we found out about that we got the Zoom invitation about 1030 that morning for a noon meeting. And we got the agenda uh, five minutes after the meeting had started. So, you know, it didn't start off the very uh, collaborative way. You know, they weren't very transparent on uh, what we were going to do last week. And this week, we still don't have the agenda, nor do we have the the invitation. I'm assuming it's going to be at noon, and I'm assuming it's going to be a Zoom, but I don't have that. So I'm not very happy with the way the Democrats are sharing information uh, with the Republicans on this commission. If they really want this to be a a legitimate commission, uh, I think they need to uh, work a little bit better with us. Uh, Once again... I'm assuming today we're going to uh, have some people from the IDES talk about the unemployment issues. I've asked for a subject matter hearing on this. I'm on the state uh, government administration committee, and I think that would be a perfect place for it. But I was told that there's no need for that because it would be redundant since they're going to be uh, in front of this commission. So I hope they uh, allow questions i've submitted 17 already ahead of time 17 questions and uh, i i'm sure i will have some follow-up so i'm going to be anxious to see how many of those they actually ask so last meeting i was told on record that it was only 75 minutes long and it got cut short um republicans didn't really have much of an opportunity to ask questions and this was with uh illinois department of public health director dr ngaze azike on this call with you guys and uh Representative Calkins characterized it as more of like a press conference than, uh, you know, an actual uh, body that could hold uh, the administration accountable. Uh, Do you agree with that assessment uh, from your Republican colleague? And do you think that um, even with, uh, you know, 17 questions you have lined up, that those are going to be answered uh, appropriately to to your um, to your liking? I will say this. I did get an opportunity last week to uh, ask Dr. Aziki uh, uh, a couple questions, and uh, she did answer them. My my question to her last week was uh, there was a lot of rumors about going back to phase three because of uh, the infection rates increasing. You know, as you well know, we're one of 11 counties in the, the state who's on the warning list. And I asked her in regards to that, that if they take into account more, more importantly, the hospitalizations, because, uh, you know, our, our infection rates have gone up, and I'm very concerned about that. As you well know, I was at a press conference yesterday encouraging people to wear their mask, but uh, our hospitalization rates are still, you know, tolerable here in Sangamon County. Right now we are at 9 uh, I think, I think it last, ticked up one since yesterday's one, report. Right? One yesterday, yeah. It was eight, now it's nine. Right. And But, uh, you know, at the beginning, the shelter in place was so we wouldn't overwhelm the hospitals. Even though our infection rates have gone up, it doesn't seem to uh, 
be with people who have to be hospitalized. And so I, I asked her that question. She agreed with me. Uh, uh, Representative Calkins was able to ask a question that I thought was a great question as well, that uh, uh, why they don't uh, rely more on local uh, control in regards to making uh, guidelines and decisions. We should have 102 regions, one in each county, as opposed to the 11, which was the 11 is much better than the four. I got to say that. But it's still, um, um, I think it's something that uh, local control should be a priority. So we're talking with uh, State Representative Mike Murphy about the Restore Illinois Collaborative Commission, just to reset. That's a commission that the state legislature created uh, by law in the truncated uh, coronavirus uh, session you guys had in late May. Um, and that uh, ultimately was a, a body that's uh, you know got uh, Democrats and Republicans, but uh, Republicans are in the minority. Um, the reports that are coming out, uh, the the first report was due um, at the end of uh, June, I believe, or July first, and then the second report was issued uh, July thirty first. Have you had any input in that report, or is this just the administration telling you guys what's going on? Uh, both those reports were just done by DEC. Uh, you know, obviously we had no input on the first one because we hadn't even met, even though the commission was established uh, early June. We didn't meet at all in June, so uh, we just got the report from uh, uh, from the uh, uh, administration, and that's the same as the second report as well. And that's uh, that's been published as well. Um, and the uh, not really too much different other than the uh, change from four regions to 11 regions, as you laid out. Uh, Representative, what does this say about the legislature's role in all of this? Uh, we haven't seen a law saying that there has to be socially distance in bars. We haven't seen a law that says, you know, people have to wear face coverings in public. Do you think there would be more buy-in if... The legislature came back and, and actually debated these things, had public hearings, delved into the science, actually had these things where the public could watch and listen and, and, and digest all of this. Uh, do you think there would be more public buy-in if the legislature legislated? There's no, no doubt. There's no question in my mind. I've been asking for us to be in session since March. I, I, I don't understand why we're AWOL during the biggest crisis of my lifetime. You know, we have a, a huge health crisis that's turned into a huge economic crisis, and, and we're sitting at home. It, it's just ridiculous. Uh, I, I think you're you're absolutely right. If we would get there and debate these issues, more uh, facts would come out, and, and there would be more buy-in by the, uh, the, the people right now. We're getting that just from the executive branch and there's a lot of uh, distrust or uh, skepticism uh, by people in regards to having one one branch of government running the government. And I don't think that's right. I don't think that uh, we should be AWOL. You know, I, I, I said I wasn't elected to be a member of the General Assembly just when it was convenient. I, I understand there's some problems by meeting, but uh, the, the problems for the state definitely outweighs any personal uh, um risk I would be taking by meeting. And so uh, I, I want to be down there. I want to meet with with my colleagues and uh, try to get some solutions to these problems. 
State Representative Mike Murphy is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Mike, I want to get back to your frustration with IDES and the questions in there. And your colleague Tim Butler talking about people that have spent months waiting for unemployment that are still trying to negotiate. Why do you feel the governor isn't being transparent on this issue? I would think that these are the kind of people that the governor would want to help, you know, people that are down and out, you know, that that, that seems to be in his wheelhouse, you know, as far as that goes. Why are are we not getting any answers from the Pritzker administration on the problems at IDES? That's an excellent question, Chris. You know, at the very beginning, when we were having problems with IDES, we would uh, contact their legislative liaison, and they were getting back to us on what I would consider a timely manner on, on this. It wasn't within an hour or two, but a day or two, and uh, we, would have, we were having two or three contacts a week with them. Um, the last two months, we've had one contact with the legislative liaison, and so it, they've been going four or five weeks without uh, without contacting us, and that's very frustrating because we have we still have constituents who've been having problems for a couple months. So uh, I, I just got a, an email from uh, uh, a constituent who uh, said that they thought everything was set up and then nothing's happened, and so. It's very frustrating. We're, we got people out there, and it's a domino effect. The fact that they're not getting their uh, <clears throat> their benefits that they rightfully deserve, their landlords not getting their 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 rent payment, and you know, they're just putting a strain on on the the entire economy. So I don't know why they're they're not more responsive. Hopefully, at the end of the day, I will have a better understanding. Very terrific. State Representative Mike Murphy, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Well, and one one quick, oh, well, oh, yeah, just one one quick thing. Um, not necessarily on the topic of this uh, this commission, but uh, you know, we had the governor yesterday, and you were at the press conference, Representative, um, where he was asked about uh, the state's finances. Uh, we had the comptroller yesterday putting out a note, uh, essentially saying that uh, we've got uh, fiscal landmines all over the place, uh, and it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be tough waters. Uh, a lot of the uh, the talk is about COVID-19 and the impacts of the pandemic and the government orders around the economy uh, impacting all of that. Um, how do we uh, rebound from this? And, uh, you know, are we just waiting on the federal government to, to give funds and financial aid? Or how should uh, the you know, we had this conversation with the mayor just a moment ago on a local level. How should the state shore up what's you know in the budget? Five billion dollars that the feds have not freed up for Illinois. Well, we're, we're definitely we got landmines. I I, I think uh, it's an understatement. I think we got a real problem once again. I think we need to be in session to address those to find out exactly what we have and we don't have. We, you know, we're just getting uh, bits and pieces of information. We need to have uh, committee meetings, hearings on this to understand exactly what we got to do. Obviously, there's going to have to be cuts, and uh, we're going to have to be be there to uh, to make some cuts uh, because we cannot get expect the federal government to make us whole and the, on the on the other side of it we also need people out there wearing their masks we're making sure that we're doing social distancing so we can get the economy up and rolling uh, a couple months ago we had a epidemiologist uh, talk to the Republican caucus and she was actually from the city of Chicago but she said something that I uh, I will always remember. She says it's not it's more important how we come out of shelter in place than when we come out of it. So her statement was very true. 
whenever we come out of shelter in place, we need to make sure we're still adhering to the proper guidelines so we won't have this spike like we're we're uh, having right now. And so that's what worries me. We got to get the economy up. The, the, the answer is a strong economy. The answer is not more government programs. The answer is strong economy. And we got to do whatever we can to protect our local independent businesses to make sure they can survive and, and thrive. Representative Mike Murphy, appreciate your time this morning. No problem. Thanks a lot, guys.